Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Is This Going Somewhere? Just going somewhere. With IT Dan. Is this going somewhere, please? I'll accept I'm anxious about too much shit going on. Why? It's just too crazy. What's crazy? Um, when when you see a president stand up and say that if you don't support him, that you don't love your country. And bad enough from saying it, but there's wackos out there that believe it. And, and <laughs> you know, I, I think there's going to be, after this election, there's going to be a lot of violence. I think it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, well, buy your gun now. Yeah. I have a gun. My wife wants me to get another one. And she, she told me before to get a pistol because uh-huh. we look thirty thirty. Uh-huh. Right. I just told you my whole arsenal. Uh, <laughs> but I got a big gate. No one could crash through that wooden gate. You know? No, no, you can't. Of, you got those. You got those two uh, sniper towers at the end of your driveway too. Yeah, and the um, metal detectors actually. <laughs> the stores. Right. <laughs> um, uh, my brother-in-law called my wife, and all the smoke detectors were going off in his house. He had to take the batteries out of them. He went outside to walk down the store, and there were three or four houses he could hear them smoke detectors going off in besides his. Mm, really? He's in San Francisco. Oh, because of the, the yeah, because of the fires. Yeah, and I mean they're coming from, you know, Oregon. I mean, I mean. You look at it, and there's, I think there's, there's 12 states with fires on. I mean, Oregon, California are the worst, but well, just insane. Well, the forestry needs to figure out a better way to take care of their forestry. Well, the, uh, scientists, which we don't believe scientists because they, they just hit with pencils and shit. I mean, they yeah. It, um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, say that, you know, the global warming is, you know, you... You keep getting hotter and hotter, and it makes stuff easier to catch on fire when it's hotter, you know? Yeah, it does when it gets hotter out. Yeah. But, uh, but wait, it'll get cooler. Uh, have you, um, have, yeah, that's what he said. That's his thing. Did, did you see Bob Woodward on 60 Minutes? Huh? No. Do you know, you know who Bob Woodward is? No, I don't. Okay, he's probably probably one of the best reporters that you'll ever find. Mm-hmm. Um, he's him and Carl Bernstein were the two that took down President Nixon with Watergate. You know the two reporters for that. Better better than Guy Smiley from the Muppets. Yes, better than Guy Smiley from the Muppets. <laughs> I don't watch. Them. How would I watch the Muppets? <laughs> I would just watch it for the news reports. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, if you go to CBS News, and they'll have Bob Woodward, it was on 60 Minutes. It's like a, I think, a 13-minute video. Mm-hmm. And he did 18 interviews with Donald Trump and recorded them. And so this isn't somebody's writing. This is, you hear the president's, you know, his own speaking. Right. And it's unbelievable how you, you really have to watch it. And um, and and you watch it and you say, "Holy crap!" You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. when I'm yeah, I'm stressed out about everything. Wife, where's your, you know, um, Dan? Where's your wife? What? Where's your wife? She I thought she told you not to talk politics with me anymore. She must not be around you. 
from sleeping. Yeah, yeah see, just, I knew it. I know, Dan, it's, it's frightening. And I, I've never seen anything like this in the world, and they got, you know, um, do you think coronavirus is um, deadly and serious? I don't think it's as deadly and as serious. I do, be- I do believe it exists. I do okay. believe it affects people in certain ways, in certain thing, but, you know, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's as deadly as it, you know, when when they say, you know, a deadly virus, I think, like, black plague, like, when you get it, you're dead. That's it. You're done. So, they 200,000 people's not, that's not bad, then? No, that's not too, too bad. Okay. <laughs> statistically speaking, you're not one of them. <laughs> it, only, it only kills the weak ones. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I heard it's five times more deadly than the flu. Well, yeah, I mean, the flu kills, what, 50,000 people a year? Yeah. So, yeah, five times would be 200 and some odd thousand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's massive there. Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> it makes well, sense. We're, we're up to 200,000, and it's been six months, so I think we're going to do a lot better in this. It'll, it'll taper off here in a little bit. It'll get tired of killing people and just go away. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so... And I just I just wonder why, if it's so bad, why we, we're still having all these rallies all the time with, to get all these people with their masks. Does that make sense? No, no, it doesn't. But but the people out in the streets aren't are doing the exact same thing. So I mean, it's one. It's, you know, you can't point your finger at one without you know, come a couple of them pointing back at you. You know. Well, I'm not. They can't point back to me. I wear a mask. I don't even sleep in the same bedroom as myself anymore. <laughs> that's, how, that's how careful I am. You can use that on your show. Oh, thanks. Um. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, I'm. I'll send you a picture in a little while. I'm working on a, um, a, friend, a friend of mine's. I've gone to his house like four times and got a bunch of wood. Uh-huh. And he's got all, all, you know, real thick oak and stuff like that that I've got from him. And barn boards and just real rustic, grayed out wood, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that for me was good, you know? But, um, and I've used some of it, too. And... Um, He's he's got me that, but he has an old barn, and I took a picture of his barn, and um and I took two pieces of a barn board that he had, and I put it on that barn, and I'm just kind of making it's not like 3D, mm-hmm. but it's going to be the front of the barn, and it sticks out about three inches at the most. You know what I mean? So it's showing you, it's kind of like an artist drawing of it or something like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's coming out, but I, I've got it almost finished. I'll send pictures when it's done. Okay. I should take a picture of the of the the picture I have of the barn, too, and send it. So. Yeah, so I have something to compare it with. Yeah, you compare it to him, and you go, crap, you know, he made that siding a little bit narrower than it should be and stuff. <laughs> what the fuck was he thinking? I don't know. <laughs> um, so you need some information for your show? What kind of show? Uh, information. I don't know something, some topics we can talk about. Um, I'm going on a vacation this Friday. Okay, are you going somewhere special? Yeah, we're going to the Outer Banks. We're gonna go. Uh, we've got a, um, 
not an Airbnb, but it's like a rental property. You know, it's it, you know, it's all the townhouses on the on the beach. So we're renting one of them uh, from a you know property management company. Uh, three bedroom. I think it's like two and a half baths. You know, two floors. Um, huh? You bring your dogs? Yep, dogs are coming, and the neighbors will take care of, like, all the animals and stuff here. Um, That's why you built those bird cages. <laughs> they're bird feeders, yeah. <laughs> the, the things that I built were um, hay bins. So each horse has its own hay bin, so we take the, the hay. Instead of normally Amy throws it, like, right in the middle of the field, and they kind of just pick at it and spread it out all over the place. So um, we built the big... Uh, Hay boxes. So you you say hay been like hay been doing any work lately? Is that what you mean? Right. Okay. Now I understand completely. Right. So um, but yeah, we're we're uh, and we're right on the beach. You know, just a, a little walk down to the to the water and stuff. So we'll go um, surf fishing down there. I, I broke broke out all the poles. You know, fix the broken eyelets, restrung them if they need to be restrung. Uh, went through all my actual tackle, see how many, you know, weights I got and hooks and all that good stuff. Now, is Amy going to be leaving her laptop and her whole job right behind her? Well, she, by her duty, she has to bring her work laptop. Um, okay. As far as checking on it, no. She'll not be required to check on it, but she will have her, her work phone with her. And then, so if they have any questions, you know, hey, you know, if she can't solve it over the phone, then she'll have to jump on the laptop. Oh, okay. So she's she's going to try to have a holiday, but right. And me, I have to shut I have to shut everything down. I've I've told like the sponsors and stuff. I'm like I, when you signed up for the contracts, um, for the show, I forgot that one week we're not doing a show, so I owe you an extra week. So I had to redo all the contracts and stuff for all them. And, and this is probably the most important week of the year, I would think. You know. Well, you know, it's it's funny. I've had like uh, political campaign companies, you know, independent, not necessarily Trump or Biden, contact me, but independent. You know, this message was brought to you by the, the people who believe in cats need fur. You know, <laughs> so uh, they've reached out to me and they're like going, "Hey, you know, we're going to start running campaign ads on your station. You know, what's the, you know, what's the." threshold and what we can say and what we can't say I'm like you can say whatever you want you know it's open forum I don't care but um, they said we'll get to you we'll get with you in the middle of September well of course next week is the middle of September so we're going on a vacation for a week seven days Dan not a three day not a four day a, good, a Saturday to Saturday that's going to be a break for you from Doing nothing for seven days. I know. I'll be doing nothing. I'll be doing nothing for seven days in a different place. Yeah. It'll be different. Uh, it's like having three weekends. Today, I I gotta finish this job, but I get up and I don't have a ton of ambition today. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna. Wow. Um, I mean, some days I get up and I'm really gung ho, and today I'm just I'm going around. I painted some stuff and I said, well, let me let that dry a little more right. within the house. Around, but I get I get this done and um, it may start on. Then they cut some logs to the. Yeah. Well, I'm getting a um, planer coming on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I'm getting a bandsaw. I'm not as big as I'd like to get, but I also don't have 220 volts out here. And I don't have 1500. So it was 800 dollars for both of those things, and um, 
I sold 10 birdhouses last week, and I did some work at my brother-in-law's house. So it's all, you know, I'm not coming out of my pocket, really. So. Right. So, that, so that's good news. Well, that's good. Yeah, Kathy's always wanted to go to the Outer Banks and stuff. And it's, what's it, like five-hour ride? Yeah, something people? like that. Oh, I got to take the dogs out. Um, it's, really, it's really weird that you live in North Carolina, but if you want to go to the ocean, it's, it's two hours less if you go to South Carolina. Yeah. Well, you know, you live in, in central Florida, and they always say, you know, in Orlando, I would always get the tourists going, you know, what's the closest beach? Well, Cocoa Beach is the closest beach. It's 45 minutes that way. We actually had a um, a road put in that was called, it was called the B-Line, but now it's called the Beach Line. They've changed it, you know. I think Rick Scott did that, our governor at the time, um, to get more tourism out there on the East Coast. So, kind of a beeline. Yeah, because it's a, it's a straight shot. So we always say, you know, just take the beeline, you know, beeline straight out to the to the beach. It'll drop you off. But now they've changed it to the beach line because I guess tourists coming into town, they're like, you know, they're looking for, you know, beach drive or beach this to figure out, you know, where to go. So. Well, that makes sense. It does make sense, but you know, us Floridians who've lived here forever, it's always been the beeline. You know, we beeline it to the beach. We're not beach lining it to the beach. It's like I've always um <clears throat> no I've always gone up Route one twenty eight forever since I was a kid. And then they changed it to ninety five. You know, to mm -hmm. highway ninety five mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And that's just weird when they do things like that. Um, I got to cut a bunch of wood now. Hold on a sec. Go. Go. Trying to get the dog situated here. Come on. Sorry. Come on. Go. Go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. All right. There you go. All right. I got to cut something. I got to cut something. Okay. That wasn't that bad, was it? No, it wasn't that bad at all. <laughs> All right, so what were we talking about? What's your name again? You're talking about um, the B-Line. Right. So, yeah, we had we had the B-Line. So we take the B-Line out to the beach. And and we talked about going on vacation. There you go. So Dan's probably not going to go on vacation anytime soon. Yeah, nope, I'm not going anywhere. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, go I'm going – we have a meeting because um, – some guys came in and they wanted to take over our development. Mm -hmm. You know, and they um, they just came in. They they don't know, know any of the rules. They they got once they got voted in on our board. You know, we have you have a board, and you don't get paid for it, but you have to. You have certain rules you have to go by and regulations, and everybody has their own job. Mm -hmm. And these guys are going around telling everyone else how to do this, their own job, and they're, that they're doing it wrong. And all these other things, and they're um, they're in, and they also signed these agreements saying that they wouldn't um, say speak badly of other people, and you know 
other people on the board and all the other things, mm -hmm. and they put them on Facebook and just, I mean, they just destroyed everyone and they pissed everyone off yelling and screaming and they doing stuff. They want us to turn our place into a party place where they can go out drinking and they, they want to have guns down at the pool, handguns down at the pool. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it's just insane. And now they're having a, they're going to have a meeting tonight. We have seven members on our board, and four of them have quit because of these guys. And they think that they can run everything now because there's only three of them. Right. But the, the bylaws that we have say if you don't have four people, four members of the, you can't even have a meeting. You can't write checks you can't do anything right so and now they're going to do a they're going to have a big meeting tonight and it's going to be a everybody screaming and yelling and they're going to um and i think that the, what they're going to do they're going to have a recall for them i was talking to one of the guys and they're going to recall these people because they you know they um broke you know they've signed papers saying what they would do and they've gone and broken that every one of them mm-hmm and they're going to do recall, and these guys and these guys don't realize that when they fight it, they are going to have to hire their own attorneys and have their own um, expenses out of it. And um, they also got on Facebook and told said that one guy stole sixty thousand dollars from Woodrun and put it on Facebook, and he's going to go up to him and said, "Look, you know, I'm going to go to court. I've, I've talked to a lawyer, and I'm going to take you guys to court for slander for saying I stole." Sixty thousand dollars, unless you all resign. So it's going to be. A, it's not going to be a boring meeting anyway. When I go to <laughs> Bring your camera. Yeah. Well, I have my camera. It's my phone. <laughs> right. I bring my camera everywhere again. It, it, it's sad, Dan, that you know, yeah. no matter what level of government, it's always you know, corrupt in yeah. some shape or form. Yeah, it's crazy, and um, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Humpty Dumpty was pushed. I'm still looking into it. I don't think he jumped. You know, in that that fairy tale, they never told, said it was an egg. Oh, they didn't. The whole entire the whole entire Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. You know, they never said that he was an actual egg. And so they, this is just they just media just took it and distorted it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The medieval, and I think, um, you know, I've I've heard people from the F that you know, and this is not not all you see is conjecture, you know, because you you you've heard about Q and on, haven't you? Mm -hmm. And you know, they think that every Democrat is a pedophile and they're going to steal your children and molest them and then eat them. Mm -hmm. You know, in that order. Yeah, and this you know. And it's true, but, you know, not, you know, well, there's like five or six of them that aren't, you know. But, you know, they have that. But there's a lot of conspiracy theories that um, that Trump is doing. Is it um, um, Putin's, Vladimir Putin's back and call? And a lot of stuff that he's doing is for Vladimir Putin. If Putin has something on him. You've, you've heard about the Golden Shower video, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, all the people in Russia, they interviewed people in Russia. They, they all know about it, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but they're, and I think it's also money. I think Trump borrowed a lot of money from Russia that he couldn't pay back. There's, but I, I, go ahead. But if, if you look at the things that Trump is doing, 
Um, and this is just my opinion. Well, probably other people's opinion, but something just to think about. That having when you have a plague that he, you know, like coronavirus that you know is bad, and he totally downplays it, so more Americans die. That that is something that goes right into something that would make Vladimir Putin happy. Um, when you when you, and then you turn around and you have all these people go to rallies so that you can kill more people, and you also have you remember in Syria when they pulled all the troops out, mm-hmm. they pulled all troops out for three weeks and the Russians came in and just killed everybody. Right, that was and that was something that was all every it was something that helped Vladimir Putin. There's there's a lot of stuff that Trump has done that has helped Russia. Um, when they when Russia said they had a bounty on it. On the on the uh, soldiers in Afghanistan, and they were paying for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump said, "No, that's fake news. Didn't happen. <laughs> you know, didn't condemn it and stuff like." That. So, this, I mean, there's a lot of things where two and two equals four and stuff like that. There's a a movie that's out on, um, <clears throat> I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's called the the Social Dilemma. It's kind of like a a, a document seer or document. Documentary. I always have a problem saying that. Doc, doc, doc. Documentary. Documentary. Thank you. And You'll never make it in radio. I never. One day. Oh, I can only strive. Um, and what they do is they talk about how the not necessarily just Facebook, but all of them—Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Google—how they can they what they do is they you know we are the product. You know, us as human beings are the product. And what they do is, you know, they collect all this data. And, you know, this is nothing that we already don't know. But the one guy said, he goes, you know what? You want to start a, a revolution in a small country? Basically, look at, let, pretend like you've got a, like a, you know, a whole bunch of dials in front of you. And you just want to dial, you know, some people in as far as their interests and stuff. You dial, you just, you know, turn a little dial and then all of a sudden, over in Venezuela, everyone gets out of control. And then when they get out of control enough, then you kind of dial that thing back a little bit and watch it, the, the unrest settle. Well, they, they say when you have a um, – when there's like, say there's a shooting in, in a school mm-hmm. and that's in um, America, the Russians have robots, you know, that guys that are running they, – they, they're hacking machines and they have bots. And they will send out 10,000 things through Facebook. 10,000 different things to all people everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and they're bombard saying, well, we got to take away these people's guns. Guns are dangerous. And then they'll send out 10 things that send, hey, they're trying to take away our guns. We can't stop them. We have our rights. Right. And the whole thing is, you know, divide and conquer and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, you should check it out. I mean, it's, it's nothing that you don't already know, but they're actually talking to, yeah. like, ex-CEOs and ex-chairmen you know, chairmans and all this stuff of, of these companies. Uh, so it's called social what? The social dilemma. Dilemma, okay. And it, it's weird because it kind of there's a small family that they follow, but it's it's not the significant story. I mean, it's an actual story, but it's midgets? huh? Midgets? No, I don't think they're midgets. <laughs> okay, you said small family. No, they're just small in stature. Oh, okay. And um. You know the guy, the one main guy. He was a programmer at Facebook, and he's like, you know, we as. Oh, I'm sorry. He was a, a programmer at Google, and he's like, something clicked in his head, and he goes, you know, he was on. He was part of Google uh, Gmail, 
and he said, you know, hey, you know, how, you know, how should we have the icons look? You know, what color scheme should we have? You know, all these, all these important things. And oh, hold on. Okay. She's invading my space. Hold on. I don't want her to hear what I'm saying. Just take it with you, babe. Elena said hi. Dan says hi. She waved. <laughs> She's on the phone. So he said, you know, hey, you know, I know we're trying to make the icons. I know we're trying to make the notifications, you know, appealing to people. He's like, are we doing anything to make this less addictive? And they all kind of looked at each other and said, no, why would we do that? <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, you know, we have a, we have a certain right or a certain obligation, you know, you know, when they when they had cartoons on in the morning, Saturday morning, even though, you know, you had cartoons on the the television stations had an obligation to only, you know, not run cigarette ads during, you know, that time period, not running alcohol ads, you know, Bud Light, Miller Light, you know, have a beer or Coors Light during cartoon ad or cartoon time. So he was saying there's a, there's a moral obligations that tech companies should have as far as making these things not as of addictive, but unfortunately there's nothing in government saying no. There isn't there is in the SEC or whatever that you can't run, you know, but there's no governing in tech companies doing it. So that that was basically the whole thing. They have a thing called Farmville, right? Right. And people would go on vacation and pay somebody twelve hundred dollars to watch their farm for a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Their imaginary farm. I mean I know, I was doing it. I got I, people were paying me to watch their farm. I'd just kill everything and buy them a new one. <laughs> buy them one that looked just like the old one. Like a fish. Yeah, so it's I mean and I don't I'm not on Facebook. I I have to get a Facebook every once in a while because a friend of mine has some interesting stuff. I go on and look at that and then shut it off. Mm -hmm. I don't, um, I, I'm someone who's totally independent. Usually I'm, I'm, I don't like whoever's in charge because they're the one doing the damage right now and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and there were, you know, there were things that Obama did. There's things that Bush did that um, I, I think that, you know, on 9-11, we got attacked by Saudi Arabia but Saudi Arabia was mm -hmm. was doing so much business with Bush's family and other people mm -hmm. that we said, um, we make a lot of money off of these guys. Uh, let's go attack Iraq. You know what I mean? It was, you know, we weren't, no, nobody from Iraq was on those planes. Okay. No. No. Uh, no. No objections for me. So, I mean, I, I usually don't like whoever's in charge, but I read and I follow and I read different things and things make common sense. You know, if I... If I see a dog kennel that's got chains all the way around it and a chain across the top and there's a pile of crap in there and there's a dog in there, I look at it and said, okay, the dog crapped in here. You know what I mean? Right. If someone, if someone tries to tell me that, you know, that, you know, that's a cow patty and <laughs> there's no cows, you know, and they're in the, in, 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 you're in the backyard in the middle of Detroit, you know, I just, you know, I use common sense and think of things, you know, <laughs> am I right all the time? No. <laughs> so what's your next what's your next big project um i gotta i'm gonna have to build a table for myself to put three tools on i gotta have a drill press on it 
And uh, your bandsaw. What size bandsaw did you get? A ten-inch bandsaw. And it's um, I got Rico, R I C O H. Everywhere I looked, those were the best. You know, for you know, under five hundred dollars. You know. And then um, I got that, and then I got the planer. And I've seen tables where you have a flip table, and you put a, um, you put it like a three-quarter inch pipe through the middle of it, and you have a stand, and you mount one tool on one side and one on the other, and you flip it over. Yeah. But the size of these tools, the height of these, um, is, is going to make it so I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because one tool is going to hit against the other side. I'm... I'm 90% sure it's not going to be able to work um, unless I made the table a, a lot, maybe too high that I wouldn't be able to you know, work on it. I'm, I'm going to have to see, but if that, the other way I could do it, and that would make the table like two feet by five feet, and I'm going to have wheels on it so I can wheel it out here. But the other thing to do is put them all on one table, and I might be able to make it three feet by three feet because the planer, you know, it would need to go on the end, so you feed stuff in and feed stuff out like a car wash. Right. Um, the drill press doesn't need a lot of room. You're usually not drilling anything that big. Mm-hmm. And the and the bandsaw, you can you have to have that set up so you can push wood out the other side. Or spin wood around. Yeah, yeah. I won't be. I I don't think I'll be doing that much spinning around with wood. I got a little scroll saw for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a video called Bandsaw Magic, and this guy takes a block of wood. And he's just take you can see him take the wood and cut it, move it, swing it, do it all around all by eye, and he does it in about two minutes, and then he breaks the wood apart and you go, Holy crap, you made that? Yeah, it's like a puzzle or something, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And he and he cuts it all it cuts it all out. You can go on YouTube and see Bandsaw Magic when you have a minute. I don't I don't Daniel, if I do that they'll t- they'll steal all my information. Oh, Facebook, I know. <laughs> YouTube also. Yeah. I see so many guys doing carpentry things that are um that that are on YouTube and stuff. And sometimes I'll just look at there'll be some things that are just so basic and so simple. Um this guy made these benches and they're portable benches and what he did is take he took um it takes one sheet of plywood to make um and he'd rip it at I think four inches and seven and a half, and you know, and he'd rip strips eight feet long, and then he'd put um, biscuit joints in and just make square boxes that are they end up being um, seven inches square, and then he puts a, one square piece in it that's inset back about four inches. Mm-hmm. Then he makes it, he made another square that's five feet. And that has a piece, instead of the inset, it has a piece sticking out like a tongue that goes out four inches, and that will slide into the other box and lock them together. Mm-hmm. And he takes those and puts them on sawhorses, and he has holes in the bottom so you can just put clamps on them and clamp them down. And he, you know, the, and he, he jumps up on top of them, and he's standing on them and jumping on them. He says, you know, they, they're so strong, the box, it's like an I-beam. And, and they're beams, and, and you can pick them up. They're light. You can pick them Not like a countertop on my bench weighs a ton. Right. And, and these are benches. You can you can pick these up and carry them around real lightweight. But it's got the, um, and it, I mean, it's a great idea. And it's just make the sawhorses a little shorter. So, I mean, I love seeing 
when I'm, when I'm at woodworking stuff, the things I'm watching people do and you, the inventions they come up with. Necessity is the motherhood of invention. You know that. Is it the motherhood? Yes. <laughs> and we've heard of the mothers of invention, haven't you? Yeah, but. Hey, have you watched a TV series called The Boys? Yeah, I we finished the first season. Now the second season's out, I think. Yep, we've been watching. We have, we watched four episodes of the second season. Is it any good? Yeah, it's good. I I like the fact that you don't know what's coming next, and then the, there'll be stuff that is just totally off the wall and so messed up that you just sit there laughing. And it's funny as <laughs> hell. You know what I've been watching is um, King of the Hill. They've re- they've released I think it's like thirteen seasons on Hulu, and I think I'm on season nine or something like that. But it's funny to to you know when it came out in the I think what late nineties or something like that. I was how old was I? I think I was maybe twenty. Let's see, I think I was twenty five, twenty six years old, and you know I didn't really. You know, I, I, I gravitated to, like, Dale, the conspiracy guy. I gravitated to the guy who was, like, anti-government and anti... And now that I'm older, I m- now relate more to actual Hank Hill. I don't know if you've ever seen the cartoon before. I've just seen it. I haven't, I haven't you know, watched it. <laughs> and I now gravitate more towards Hank Hill because, you know, now I'm a homeowner. You know, I don't have, you know, a kid or anything like that. But, you know, you've got to, you know, if you play by the rules, the rules will be in your favor at all times. You know, that type thing. And now, are you are you anti-government? No, no, no. I'm not anti-government. I think I think we need to be, we need to have us as humans strive for leadership, you know, or some kind of leader or some kind of you know direction. Um, you know, they they talk about that those uh, was it twenty some odd families, black families that bought a hundred acres out in the middle of uh, Georgia somewhere, and they were just going to make it up. I just saw the headline, and they're going to um, and they want to. They want to turn around and uh, oh, and they want to create their own city and stuff. Yeah, and make it just a, a straight black community, which is which is fine. That's great, but you know, there's going to be a time where okay, now we need to set some rules. You know, or we're let's say for example, you know, we're rule free. Huh? Thou shalt not steal. Yeah, I mean, top ten rules. You know, don't covet your neighbor, don't steal, um, all that, all that biblical stuff but then there's going to be some point where you know it's going to be lord of the flies you know this group's going to ban off and and do have this idea ideology and the other group is going to ban off and, and want to conquer you know it's just us as human nature yeah it, it it is crazy the way it's all going to be and uh yeah it's, it's just everything going on is just insane to me i mean so I've got my list for my uh, for my vacation here of stuff we're bringing from the house because they don't they don't have sheets or towels there. Kind of cuts down on the cost of you know cleaning and and all that stuff. But you can buy them. I mean, there's a package like you know, let's say it's you know three thousand dollars for the week. You know, another five hundred dollars, and you know, you can have clean sheets and towels every day. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But- Right, extra money. Yeah, exactly. So we're like, no, we'll bring our own sheets. Um, but see, that thing is, you run the risk when you start bringing other, someone else's laundry. Yeah. 
into a, in an in a unfamiliar place, who knows what if they got bed bugs, you know, and then you r- start running into that risk. But anyways, so um, we're bringing. I got uh, sheets. You got to bring your own pillows. I I don't mind that. Um, our own towels. I got laundry detergent, uh, dish soap, um, b- the big umbrella, some chairs. I got to buy some chairs for the beach because we haven't been to the beach since you know we left Florida. Well, if you liked the beach, you would have never left. Well, see, that, that's the thing. I, I don't get into – I've never liked going to the beach. I mean, I, I did. You know, living in Florida, I, I like going to the beach. I just don't like being at the beach because when you're done, you're all sticky, you're all salty, you're all brrr. I mean, I don't, I don't mind going to the beach and swimming in the hotel pool. <laughs> I like swimming in the salt water because it heals everything. It makes you feel – you know, it's good. A couple of times I've gone up and just taken an Epsom salt bath and just get that magnesium sulfate in there. There's a place in, I think it's the Netherlands. I was watching something on um on Netflix with um Zach Efron where he travels the world with this this um nature guru guy, and um he they went to, I think I think it's the Netherlands or it might have been Iceland. Sorry. He, they went to Iceland, and this this um, they, they're completely they're completely they don't use any um, natural like oil or anything like that to um, power their their country. Are you there? Yeah. What are they? I, I I don't remember what the actual outcome of what they were actually doing, or they were using the water and the. And I, I don't remember what they actually used. But anyways, the point was that they're around these power plants that they have, the um, the side effect of them, you know, instead of dumping raw sewage in, into the water and stuff, the the outcome, the, the, the byproduct was silica. So silica would just fill up these, you know, large pools around the, on, around the area. And now people – go swimming in this big, huge silica pool, and, and because of the silica, gets into their body, you know, they live to be, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years old. But you can't eat the silica gel when you're the package. Actually, Dan, you can eat those silica gels. You can. It's the paper wrapper and stuff that they don't want you to eat because you can choke on it. Oh, okay. But the actual the actual silica beads, you you can eat those if you want. They're not poisonous. Real quick, hang on. Kathy and I watched um, a video of a guy that was in Sweden, and he um, he built a house, but he didn't. He was trying to conserve energy, and. Um, and he's an engineer, and he's very smart. He and drives he a train? What? He drives a train? Yeah, he drives a train. He's a conductor, too. <laughs> so, and for an orchestra, also. And that's how smart he is. Wow. He's built a house, and the house, you have a regular house, and then you've got a greenhouse around it, on the outside of it. And in the greenhouse, you go outside in his yard, and he's got he grows all his plants. He has his own watering system he takes he has his own sewage treatment system everything from his toilets and everything he uses he does it and the engineers came that you know said you know the, the very strict engineers they were looking at it and go shit 
this is way beyond what we're ever asking anybody to do. And they were just amazed at the stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. And he can, in the wintertime, everybody else is freezing and he's walking around his house in shorts and a t-shirt and stuff like that. <laughs> and it was, it was amazing what he did, you know. I mean, you have, you have to be able to open the vents at the right time and different things so it's not too hot in the summer. Right. But Kathy and I were watching it. It was, like, incredible what this guy did. with. And you go outside his house and he's got all these things growing. He grows his own food and, you know, he could, he could probably be alone without anybody and have his own power and, you know, survive. Love lot longer than us. We got we can make it for like twenty minutes. Yeah, you should you should watch that show too. The um the one with Zach Efron. I forget what the name of it is, but it, it he travels all over the world with his this guru guy, and he kind of the guy kind of reminds me of Mike Rowe. You know who Mike Rowe is, right? No, I don't think I know Mike Rowe from uh from Dirty Jobs. Oh, I've heard the show, but well, anyways, he looks like Mike Rowe. Hi, Kitty Kitty. And what he what he does is he goes out through the world and sees all these. Exactly that, where these communities, you know, they, they every, all their plants in the community, you know, they, they're off the grid. All these people that are off the grid and doing weird and amazing things, you know, for the, for the, for, for the sake, yes, for the sake of the planet. And I mean, I try to recycle. I, I have all LED bulbs in my house. I'm not, you know, uh, I try to conserve things, and I'm frugal. But I don't know if I'm perfect. So. I'd like to get the solar panels on the house, but yeah, I don't think they. If, I don't think they pay for themselves in your lifetime or my lifetime. You know, and and and, and, and you, it's night; they don't work, so you got to shut everything off at night. Well, no, they it they, they go into a battery charger. I, I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, Dan, don't you know how they work? But it's kind of like, you know, you, you get the solar power and then you get this big, huge battery, you know, for your house and stuff. But, you know, what's the, what's the trade-off? I mean, like they, they were talking about, you know, when the, when the Prius came out, well, the batteries are made over in Japan. Well, they have to put the batteries on a train and the train's got to take them here and then it's got to get onto a cargo ship. And the cargo ship, you know, by the time you're done, you know, the, the battery... The battery footprint itself is, is not worth the the gas that you're saving on saving gas. Yeah. And, and I, you know, like I got behind a Tesla. You can you can't even hear those suckers run. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> those are pretty cool. I'm making a I'm making a black space now because where the barn is, mm -hmm. it, it's real dark. So what I have to do is it, it's recessed. And then I just spray paint more black. So that's going to be like your open door. We have like an open door policy. Right. <laughs> so, um, I'll have this finished in a little while, and I'll shoot you some pic uh, shoot you a picture of it when it's all done. All right. Sounds good. But I just want to call and say hi. Um, so you hope you have a good trip. Oh, I'll talk to you probably before then. Yeah. We're doing that, so I'll be here. All right, Dan. Keep your mask on. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Is this going somewhere? Is this going somewhere, please?